welcome to the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. It is the fifth pay-per-view of season two, and we are so glad you have joined us. I'm your host, your moderator. My name is Tyler Peters. The guys are here with me as well, the leader of the Warzone brand, Chris Belcher, and the leader of the Mayhem brand, Andy York. Fellas, how are we doing and feeling we're into the fifth pay-per-view of season two? I can't believe it. Man, pay-per-view number five. Yeah. Wow. It's it's crazy. It, it's wild. We, Amazing. We are at the spot now where we have to cram so much in. Yes. In every episode. Yes. That we have talked about. The, like We've texted offline like, listen. It's going to be close every single time we every single time we do this. So, yes. with no time limit on this one, it makes it a little easier. But also, like, I'm trying not to do this for a really long like <laughs> a really yep. long time. So, it's very th- this pay per view has been very hard to book, and the fact that we had, had I've had at least I have had to cut some stuff. Yep, for sure. And just to peek behind the curtain so that you guys are aware that are listening. First of all, if you are listening, thank you so much for doing that. Subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. But if you're checking us out and you're not familiar with what we did last season, the final pay-per-view, month number six, it will not be two separate pay-per-views. It will be one pay-per-view together. Andy and I will alternate matches. We will go back and forth. All that to say there's not as much room on the last pay-per-view, on the culmination pay-per-view. There's not as much room for some of these storylines, so things have to get eliminated, have to get resolved before then. That's why the Week 24 TV is huge, because we treat that sort of like a mini Mini pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, but all that to say, like, we got to wrap these things up now. We got to cram it all in, and we... Got to make sure you remember what happened and get all the nuances and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so there, there's a lot to fit in. So just, just buckle your seatbelt in, get ready for the ride, enjoy the ride, but uh, pay attention because it's it's going to be a lot of fun. That means you too, Tyler. That, that That's not just our listeners. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I've, I've got to pay attention too. you. you got to listen to these guys. You're right. I've got to be on my game as well because these guys are certainly on theirs. And like they said, you got to be attentive. So many great storylines. So I'm glad they, they recapped it as far as where you need to go. Listen, check them out. Uh, and we're going to get right into it. I, I know there's uh, no time limits. Uh, I will say that they made uh, took care of some business offline. Yes. So uh, we all know that, Andy, uh, you dropped a new day. Chris, you dropped Christian. So we yep. wanted to get that out of the way so we can get to the action because yep. I'm excited. I don't know about you. Maybe I need to ramp up my energy level here. <laughs> Let's do this thing. And, and, Chris, I believe you are going first. So, hey, gentlemen, what are we waiting for? Uh, you know, it's the fifth pay-per-view. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. No time limit. Warzone is going first. Presenting and justice for Brawl. Here we go. Use your imagination, folks. Video package, all the things.
Hello and welcome to month five. The Warzone brand presents Injustice for Brawl. I'm Tom Hannafin alongside Corey Graves. What a night we have in store tonight. Four, that's right, four championships to be decided. And what are some of the fiercest rivalries we have seen in our two seasons as a brand? And as you can hear, it's time for us to kick it off with one of those deep personal rivalries. The cage is being lowered. The Warzone Women's Championship is on the line. And here comes the champ, the blueprint, the boss, Sasha Banks. the longest reigning champion in this brand's history. She won that title from Dr. Britt Baker at the first pay-per-view of season two, and she is not looking to let that title go anytime soon. Her opponent, her former best friend, these two have been thick as thieves at times, but now the most bitter of enemies. Bailey makes her way inside the cage Mike Rome does the championship introductions bell sounds here we go these two are hockey fighting to get us started here what a brawl this is um, for those uh, who the, for them to be sorry for them to be as close as they used to be I think they hate each other even more Bailey uh, rolls towards the ropes asking for a rope break but there's no rope breaks no DQs here Sasha is just pounding away she shoots Bailey to the corner going for the meteora Bailey sidesteps Sasha eats the buckle Bailey trying to climb the side of the cage to escape as Sasha climbs up to meet her German suplex from the top rope these two continue battling as we skip ahead here. Sasha takes Bailey by the hair, slams her face into the cage. Takes Bailey to the other side, face first into the cage. Bailey sells to the corner. Sasha repeated shots, lines her up, Meteora, but Bailey catches her again, turns her around, sits her on the top turnbuckle. Sasha kicks Bailey in the face. Sasha looks like she's coming off the top, but Bailey quickly recovers, scales the buckle. Avalanche Bailey to belly suplex. The cover one, two, shoulder up by Sasha. Bailey can't believe it. Bailey starts to climb the cage now. Sasha isn't moving. Bailey looking like she's going to escape here. She reaches the top. Wait, what is Bailey doing? Bailey looks like Bailey looks like she has needle nose pliers. What is she doing? Wait, at the top of the cage, she starts ripping the cage apart at the top with those pliers. She breaks off a strand of the cage, comes down and starts digging that cage into Sasha's head, using it like barbed wire, rakes it across the champ's forehead. Sasha is busted wide open. Sasha sells over to the ropes. Bailey again takes her face and grinds it across the cage. Bailey now climbing the cage again to escape. Sasha is coming too, though. Sasha follows her up. All of a sudden, they both get to the top. They're straddling the top of the cage, trading shots back and forth. 
Bailey starts to fall off the top, but Sasha starts climbing down. Wait, wait, Sasha, she's taking that opening that Bailey cut out. She's ripping it open further. She she opens it wide enough. She sticks Bailey's head and arms through it. Sasha climbs back over a modified bank statement on the top of the cage. What a vicious move here. Sasha lets Bailey go. She falls to the mat. Sasha can easily win it here, She, but she's not climbing down. Sasha's on top of the cage. She leaps off Eddie Guerrero, frog splash, connects from the top of the cage. Sasha cannot make the cover, though. Blood's still pouring from her head, but she crawls over. She grabs the piece of the cage that Bailey ripped off. She locks in the bank statement with the piece of the cage as leverage across Bailey's face. Bailey is barely conscious here. She slowly taps out. This one is over. Sasha Banks battered and bloody. Still your women's champion. The cage raises. Damage control comes in to help Bailey to the back. They don't go after Sasha, though. They're keeping their distance. What a match to kick off our show tonight. All right, we are back, and we see three ambulances backing into the parking garage area. It's time for our elimination ambulance match. The object of the match, incapacitate your opponent, put him in an ambulance. He is eliminated, and the last one standing wins. And here we go, the beast, Brock Lesnar making his way to the ring. All right, Wardlow, Samoa Joe, and Sheamus all make their entrances as well. You know what their music sounds like. Here we go. Referee calls for the bell. This war is on. Wardlow and Samoa Joe pair off Brock and Sheamus as well. Everybody just trading big shots here. I'm not going to go through all of it. You can imagine what's happening here with these four behemoths. Wardlow, so yes, this is awesome. Wardlow somehow separates himself from the pack. He's going to the top rope, looking for a swanton on Joe, but Brock scales the buckle. He's going for a big suplex. Wardlow blocks it. These two battling on the top. Here comes Sheamus. He gets up on the second rope. They're all fighting, but Joe gets up, gets under them all. Tower of Doom comes tumbling down, and the ring collapses. These guys roll out of the ring as it collapses. My goodness. It takes a few minutes, but they all come to. They start battling up the aisle way towards those ambulances. The ring crew working hard to try to put this ring back together. They're fighting up <laughs> towards the ambul or towards the announce table. Brock grabs Joe. F five through the announce table. Brock grabs Joe and Wardlow, starts dragging them back towards the ambulances. He opens the door, throws them both into the ambulance. Joe and Wardlow into ambulances, but Sheamus shillelagh over Brock's back, followed by a bro kick, sending Brock into the other ambulance. All three competitors are in one ambulance. Sheamus shuts one door, but as he's shutting the other, Wardlow comes flying out and attacks Sheamus. 
We skip ahead a little ways. These guys hitting each other with anything they can find. Road cases, chairs, lining fixtures. All four men have been busted open. What a war this has been in the parking lot area. Brock Lesnar and Sheamus are now up on one on top of one of the ambulances. Brock picks Sheamus up. F5 through the roof of the ambulance. Brock hops down, closes the doors of the ambulance. Sheamus has been eliminated from this match. But from behind, Wardlow rams Brock's head through the back window of the ambulance. Wardlow and Brock fight over to one of the other ones. They climb up on the hood. Wardlow looking to powerbomb Brock, but Brock reverses. Release German suplex. The back of Wardlow's head just shattered the front windshield. My goodness. Brock grabs Wardlow, drags him to the top of the ambulance. Going to F5 him here, but Wardlow escapes. Down the back, low blow on Brock. Followed by one powerbomb. Two power bombs, and a third one sends Brock through the top of the ambulance, and from the ground, Samoa Joe closes the doors. Brock Lesnar has been eliminated. We are down to Wardlow and Joe here. Wardlow climbs down. He and Joe are going at it, but all of a sudden, Brock busts through the doors. The ambulance hadn't pulled away yet. He is viciously attacking Wardlow and Joe. Brock F5s Joe on the concrete, grabs Wardlow F5 on the concrete as well. Brock goes to throw Joe into the ambulance, but there's Drew McIntyre in the AOP to attack Brock. The AOP have taken Brock out of the equation. Joe spins Drew around. He yells at him, saying, I didn't didn't ask for your help. What are you doing? And Drew, Glasgow kiss on Samoa Joe. You knew this was going to blow up at some point. He picks Joe up. Future shock DDT on the concrete. He goes to throw Joe into the ambulance, but Wardlow jumps Drew. Wardlow takes Drew out. Joe locks in the Coquina clutch, and he drags Wardlow into the ambulance, and Joe shuts the door. Samoa Joe has somehow survived this ambulance match, but he immediately goes and attacks Drew McIntyre. Security trying to break them up. They're yelling at each other. We have to cut to some ads and settle this whole thing down. Somebody fixed the ring. I did. It's fixed. Don't worry. It is fixed. Excuse me. All right, here we go. It is time for an absolute dream match for the Intercontinental Championship. The Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano, our champion, making his way to the ring. And his opponent, personally appointed by Shawn Michaels. He's one of the greatest technical wrestlers in history. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Made his return to our brand last week. Mike Rome again does the championship introductions. Well, I thought we were getting started here. What is Triple H doing? Triple H has a mic at the top of the ramp, and he says, you know, I love when Sean makes matches because Sean makes dream matches, whether he's in them or not. But I was on an interesting phone call earlier today, and I've actually added a third man to this match. Johnny Gargano, you want to prove yourself as Johnny Wrestling? I hope your boots are laced up tonight. 
Galway. The best bout machine, Kenny Omega, is the third man in this match. What is happening right now? Kenny Omega gets in the ring. The referee calls for the bell. This is literally insane. Johnny Gargano is incredibly confused. Brian Danielson is just chuckling. Omega is all business in this one. Somebody is walking away with the IC title. Now, of course, we're not going to try to call all these great exchanges and counters. We couldn't do it justice. You just use your imagination. We're going to skip ahead here. Brian has Gargano and Omega in opposite corners. He charges in, landing drop kicks on both guys. Omega and Gargano roll to the floor. Brian hits the ropes. Tope Suicida connects on Omega. Danielson back in. Another Tope, but Johnny sidesteps. Brian wipes out on the floor. Gargano's in. He hits the ropes. Hits Omega with a Tope Suicida. Back in. Hits the ropes. Connects with a Suicida on Brian. He's back in. Going for it again on Kenny Omega. But V-Trigger connects in midair. Omega tosses Johnny in the ring. Covers him. One, two. Brian leaps from the top rope. Big headbutt, but he nails Gargano. Omega saw him coming and rolled out of the way. Kenny has Brian in the lapel lock now in the middle of the ring. Brian trying to scramble, but Kenny rolls back over. They make it to the center of the ring. Gargano now recovers. He's got the Gargano escape on Brian. Both holds locked in deep here. Gargano and Omega make eye contact. They start throwing shots. Finally, they break the hold. They start going at it. Gargano with a super kick. Omega with a super kick. Gargano, discus forearm, but V-Trigger catches him in the face. Knocks him through the ropes to the apron. Omega charges at him. Johnny lands an insecurity, rocks Kenny back. Brian rolls him up. One, two. Kenny kicks out, kicks Brian towards Johnny. One final beat on Dan- on Brian Danielson. Gargano goes for the pin. One, two. Shoulder up by Brian. Gargano picks him up, going for the lawn dart, but Brian slips behind, pushes Johnny towards Omega, who picks Gargano up on his shoulders. Steamroller. Kenny flips over, going for the moonsault, but as soon as he lands on his feet, psycho knee by Brian. Brian pins Kenny. One, two, shoulder up by Kenny. Brian gets up. Gargano goes for the super kick, but Brian catches his foot, slams Johnny face first into the mat. Johnny sells up. Brian starts delivering the yes kicks. Goes for the last one, misses, but as he does, Kenny grabs him from behind, snap dragon suplex. Kenny gets up, Gargano rolls him over, goes for the insecurity, but he misses. Kenny double axe to the face, turns Johnny around, picks him up on his shoulders, one winged angel, but no, it's reversed into a poison rana. Gargano sells up, boost psycho knee by Brian, knocks Johnny to the outside. Brian can't pin him, so he's looking at Kenny, but... Kenny from behind gets him up. One winged angel connects the cover. One, two, super kick by Johnny breaks it up. All three of them somehow are up on their feet, delivering chops to each other. Super kick by Johnny on Brian. Super kick by Omega on Gargano. Brian tries to take Kenny down for the LaBelle lock, but Kenny flips over on his feet. V-trigger. He picks Brian up for another one wing angel, but Gargano reaches through the ropes, kicks Kenny's knee, causing him to drop Brian. Johnny from the apron, one final beat on both guys. He covers Brian, one, two, three, that is it. Johnny Gargano, what an amazing match. The Intercontinental Champion retains here. All three guys stand up. 
They shake hands. Omega and Brian raise Gargano's hands in victory. What a match. All right, as we reset here, it is time for the Evolution Championship to be decided. Here comes the challenger, the goddess, Alexa Bliss. Here comes the champ. Won that title last month from Charlotte Flair. It's the EST Bianca Belair. All right, here we go. This one is underway. Alexa trying to escape Bianca, but Bianca grabs her by the hair, starts laying in big forearm shots. Alexa finally blocks one, slaps Bianca across the face, turns her around. Alexa drop kick to the back, sends Bianca to the outside. Alexa baseball slide, but Bianca catches her, picks her up in a power bomb, walking around on the outside. Alexa tries a hurricane rana, but Bianca blocks it, slings Alexa repeatedly headfirst into the barricade. Alexa in a bad way here. Bianca rolls her in. One, two, kick out by the challenger. We skip ahead a little ways here. Bianca still has Alexa down. Off the ropes, backhand, spring splash connects. She covers Alexa again, but only a two count. Bianca goes to pick up Alexa for a power slam. Alexa escapes out the back. Bianca charges. Alexa sidesteps, pulls the rope down. Bianca crashes to the outside. Alexa on the apron, flipping dive connects on Bianca. Alexa grabs Bianca, pulls her, puts her on the apron. They're both on their feet. Goddess DDT on the apron. That's got to do it. Alexa rolls Bianca inside. She's got her in position. She's going to the top rope. Twisted Bliss is up. Come. Wait a minute. Alexa looks terrified as she's looking at the entrance, but Candace comes through the crowd. Alexa spots her. She points her out to the referee. She's distracted here. Bianca picks her up. KOD from behind. The cover. One, two, three. Bianca Belair retains her championship. Thanks to a little assist from Candice LeRae. She celebrates. Candice jumps in and starts pounding away on Alexa Bliss. She locks in the Mrs. Gargano escape as the referees in security are out here trying to break it up. Candace making her intentions clear. We'll have to see how this develops further. All right, we get some ads playing. We see a video package now of how this Edge versus Sting last rides casket. I keep wanting to say cactus match. Casket match. Mick Foley. (laughs) But in order to win this match, this is not like a regular casket match. The casket is suspended above the ring, and you have to ask for the casket to be lowered, put your opponent in it, and close the lid. So normal casket matches are on the outside. This one is on the inside. You think you know me. We've all been waiting for this one, but we certainly have not been waiting as long as this, man. Here comes the rated R superstar, Edge. And now we wait. The lights go out.
here he comes. The icon. The franchise of WCW. The Hall of Famer, but the man that shocked us all, revealing himself as the devil behind the Black Widows. This is Sting. As soon as Sting gets the ringside, edges out after him. They're trading shots here on the outside. The ref calls for the bell. No pins, no submissions, no DQs in this one. Edge rams Sting's head and gets a steel steps. Now up against the guardrail. They're fighting their way around Sting. Thumb to the eye. Picks up Edge. Drops him throat first over the guardrail. Sting walks away. He's setting up Edge. Stinger splash, but Edge moves. Sting eats the guardrail. Sting staggering around. Edge spears him through the other guardrail. These two pulling out all the stops in this one. We skip ahead a little ways. We're back inside the ring. Edge has a con- has a chair. He is just wailing on Sting with it. He gets another chair. He's looking for a concerto, but the lights go out. The lights come back on. A, no, sorry. A spotlight appears on the stage, and there are the Black Widows. And another spotlight appears on Edge. The lights go back out. The lights fully come on. Sting is standing behind Edge. Scorpion death drop on the chair. Sting is now just choking Edge, telling him to give up and that it is over. Edge selling the neck, staggering to the corner. Sting with a stinger splash to the back. Edge just falls to the corner. He's getting up. Sting going for another stinger splash, but Edge, Edge hits Sting in the face with a candelabra. There are candelabras around the ring, and Edge just shattered one over Sting's skull, busting him wide open. Edge is calling for the casket to be lowered. Sting's in a bad way. Edge puts Sting in the casket, but as he's closing the lid, Sting blocks it. He fights back. He gets out. Right hands. Backhand chops delivered. The casket gave Sting a burst of energy. Here he goes. Kick to the gut. Big signature Sting face buster. Sting turns Edge over. Going for the Scorpion death lock. Sting's got it. He's got it locked in deep here, but Edge grabs a chair and he starts hitting Sting in the leg with the chair. Sting selling here. Edge charges in. Ducks a close on off the rope. Spear by Edge. Edge grabs a chair. He wedges it between the top and the middle buckles. He stands Sting up, spears him into the corner. Sting's head just bounced off of that chair. He is done here. Edge opens up the casket again, but the lights go out. The lights come back on. Malachi Black is standing behind Edge. He turns around. Black Mist to the face. Edge is blinded. Black Mass connects with Malachi Black. Malachi goes over and he wakes Sting up. Together they put Edge in the casket and they close the lid shut. Sting has defeated Edge here in the last rights casket match. Certainly not on his own, but when have the Black Widows done anything on their own? Malachi reaches into his jacket and he pulls out Sting's bat. As the casket's being lifted up, Sting just bashes the casket with the bat, denting in the top and the sides. My goodness. All right, here we go. It all comes down to this, our main event here tonight at Injustice for Brawl. Here comes AJ Styles, Anderson and Gallows coming out with him. 
they all too sweet each other. But the good brothers head to the back. AJ heading out here on his own. All right, here comes our world heavyweight champion, Seth freaking Rollins. He defeated Randy Orton at our second pay-per-view live wire this season. He's knocked off Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, Drew McIntyre. What a fighting champion Seth Rollins has been for our brand. But will he keep it up? Mike Rome does the championship introductions here. Bell sounds, and here we go. This place is electric. Two of the best to ever lace up their boots face-to-face. -face. About to give us a show here. They lock up, jockeying for position. AJ backs Rollins into the corner. Ref calls for a break, but AJ holds on to a four count. And then he pie-faces Rollins, screaming, come on, I can do this all day. They lock up again. Rollins pushes AJ to the corner, and Pie faces him as well. AJ charges out. Here we go. Trading shots. No more holds. They're getting after it here. AJ shoots Rollins off the ropes. Leapfrog drop down. Drop kick by Styles. Rollins is up. Another drop kick. Followed up. Flying knee drop by AJ. AJ with the first cover of the match. Only a two count. Rollins gets up to his feet, but AJ vicious kick to the back. He puts Rollins in the corner, knife edge chops, shoots Rollins to the opposite corner, follows him in, Rollins double boot to the face. Up on the second rope, AJ charges at him, Seth jumps over him, hits the butt, hits the ropes rather, ducks two clothesline, sling blade, and another one. Rollins grabs AJ's arm, going for the ripcord knee, but AJ catches him, turns it into a Yushigaroshi. AJ going to the top rope, but as he does, Rollins pushes him over the top rope, nasty landing to the outside. AJ selling up. Rollins hits the ropes. Suicide dive, but he's caught with an insecurity that knocks him back in the ring. Rollins is down. AJ up on the apron. Springboard 450 connects. The cover one, two, kick out by Seth Rollins. We skip ahead a little ways here on the outside. Rollins is on the floor. AJ's on the apron. AJ goes for a sliding knee, but Rollins moves. AJ turns around. Rollins trips him face first on the apron. Rollins picks AJ up. Could be a buckle bomb here. He walks over. Plants AJ. Yes, buckle bomb on the barricade. Devastating move. Just ask Finn Balor. Rollins rolls AJ into the ring. Covers him. Only a two count, though. Rollins picks AJ up. Puts him in position for the pedigree. AJ blocks it. Back drops Rollins, but Rollins holds on. Sunset flip. One, two. AJ reverses. One, two. Rollins reverses leverage again, but AJ rolls all the way through to his feet. Picks up Rollins. Styles clash. The cover. One, two. Kick out at the last second by Seth Rollins. We're headed now towards the end of this one. These two have just laid in big shot after big shot. Cannot seem to put each other away. They're exchanging blows here. AJ, phenomenal blitz, misses the clothesline. Rollins, step up in Seguri. AJ with a Pele kick. Both men are down here. AJ's crawling to the ropes. He's on the apron. Here we go. Springboard, phenomenal for him, but Rollins ducks. AJ hits the ref. AJ hit the referee by accident. He turns around, super kick to the gut, super kick to the face. AJ is on his knees. Rollins goes to the corner. Stomp connects. He's got him. He just delivered the stomp. He goes to pin AJ, but there is no referee. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Is he here? Is Roman Reigns here? No. 
There's Paul Heyman. Well, where's Roman? Well, all of a sudden from the crowd, they're the Usos, the Mayhem Tag Team Champions. Seth is distracted by Heyman. He turns around, stereo super kicks, followed by the 1D. They roll out of the ring. They join Heyman on the stage. AJ is still laid out. The referee starts to come too. AJ didn't see any of that. The ref didn't either. Finally, AJ notices Rollins is down. He drapes one arm over. The referee counts one, two, three. AJ Styles. I can't believe this is the way the title reign is going to end. AJ is your new world heavyweight champion. We see a shot of Paul Heyman and the Usos on the stage. Heyman gets his phone and he says, call Roman Reigns. But then you see Triple H quickly walk past them. He starts talking to the referee as he's laying the title on top of AJ. Still really doesn't know where he is. Triple H grabs the title and he starts talking to the referee, explaining what happened. He goes to Mike Rome, who says, ladies and gentlemen, I've just been informed by Triple H that this match will restart due to outside interference. Heyman and the Usos are shocked. You can see Heyman talking on his phone, panicking. says, yes, my tribal chief, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. He yells at the Usos as the bell sounds. The referee calls for it again for this match to restart. Heyman says, fix it. Go fix it. Go fix it. They run past Triple H. He tries to stop him, but he can't. So instead, Triple H decks Paul Heyman. Triple H, what a shot. The Usos jump up on the apron. AJ and Rollins, both of their feet, they take the Usos down. Here they go, Rollins, super kick, but AJ catches it, tries to go for the calf crusher, but as he rolls through, Rollins gets to his feet, super kick to the face, followed by the stomp, no, AJ catches him, Styles Clash connects the cover, one, two, three, AJ Styles has pinned the champion again. Triple H is at ringside, he has his hand in his face, he's not sure what just happened. The Usos and Paul Heyman are smiling. Heyman is still on the phone, and you can see him say, yes, it's done, my tribal chief. You got to feel bad for Seth Rollins, who is outnumbered here. Even though AJ certainly didn't ask for the help, he's a smart veteran. He capitalized. He is our new world heavyweight champion. What a night it has been here at Injustice for Brawl. We'll see you guys on the War Zone next week. What an amazing uh, pay-per-view, Injustice for Brawl. I did not see that coming with Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, the bloodline interfering in that main event between Styles and Seth Rollins. Triple H decking Heyman was brilliant. Uh, great job, Chris. And and just another highlight, Bailey using the pliers. It makes sense. You're in a cage match. And uh, between her and Styles, uh, you know, Sasha Banks, the two friends, often uh, being enemies. So there, there's so much to really uh, dissect concerning this uh, pay-per-view. But, man, the surprises keep coming. What What's going on here, Andy? I mean, you, you guys break this down a little more for us. Well, My goodness. Um, as the official representative of Mayhem, I have no comment on the situation. Um, <laughs> okay. But okay. – uh, Interesting. I am proud of my tribal chief. Um, no, I, listen, it's it's very exciting. That was uh, that was a great main event. Um, AJ, I, you know, 
being the champion. I like it. I'm surprised it has taken this long for you to give AJ the world title. But okay, okay, well, but I mean, over two seasons. But technically, I stole him from you last halfway through last season, true, and did. there's a lot of stuff that happened last season. That's but true. Um, AJ world champ. That's great. I'm, I'm curious to see how Seth responds. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the sting stuff is very weird to me. And I mean that in like a positive way. Sure. It's very weird to me as him as a heel, but I kind of get it and yeah. it, it kind of, it, it works really well. And uh, yeah, the, the cage spot with, I don't know why I've never thought of that, but I don't know if I've ever really seen that done yeah like that i hadn't either but that's I like brutal like as i was coming up with it i was like oh wouldn't it be cool because i was trying to think of a cool way for her to get the bank statement on through top the of the yeah, cage yeah, 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 yeah. and i was like wait a minute what if right. i do it through the cage where like so it, envision so sasha's straddling the top yeah bailey's through it and she just she's using the top it's to brace like, bailey it's like yeah. when she put charlotte in that bank statement through the like through the they were on the stairs in the arena. Yeah, and she and put she her, had her through, through the, it yeah. through the whatever the handrail. Exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. that's cool. Exactly that's a like really that. that's a cool way to put that finisher in. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. No, it is. Oh man, Candice no, LeRae agree. making I her agree. return. Kenny Omega, yeah, triple Kenny, man. threat match. My goodness. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I guys are showing up it. everywhere. I know. <laughs> I did not steal Kenny Omega. If you guys remember no. when Andy did his trios championship tournament. He borrowed the New Day at the time, so the receipt was Kenny Omega, a one-off match. Kenny Omega's not coming back, but I thought it would be a fun addition to Gargano versus Danielson. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking. You know, He has a War Games match tonight as well. But, he does. You know. Well, he's not too beat up. No, he's not too beat up. It's not too bad. Kevin Owens did it, okay. so it's fine. It's fine. But, no, I, I like Kenny Omega showing up. Uh, once again, very fascinating stuff. Chris, uh, job well done. And I, it just makes me excited to see what Andy's going to come up uh, with uh, concerning his creative for the war pay-per-view. I can't wait. Let, let's do it, Andy. I'm excited. All, All right. right. Here, Here we, we go. Here we go. I'm pumped. War is upon us, and tonight, four teams will go to war for supremacy and power. Old friends fight for gold, and old foes renew their rivalry, and the old guard will try to take over the new. I am Michael Cole, joined by Pat McAfee, and welcome to war. We would like to say a special thank you to Black Sabbath for War Pigs, the official song for war tonight. And what a show we have in store for you. But there's only one way we could kick this night off. As the cage is lowering, we are starting our first of two War Games matches here tonight. And uh, after five minutes is going over the rules, after five minutes, another man will join the team after two men start. The match officially begins when all eight men are in the ring. You can only win by pinfall or submission, and you cannot escape the cage or your team is forced to forfeit. 
And here comes Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and the Young Bucks, the Elite, are looking to finally move past the Undisputed Era. And remember, this is not only for the Trio Championships, but it is also for the United States Championship that Adam Cole is holding. We talked to the Elite earlier today, and it seems like uh, if they win tonight... The Bucks and Kenny will keep that trio's title, and Adam Page will be the new United States champion. As all four men are around the cage, as around the entranceway, it looks like Adam Hangman Page is going to start this match off for us as the others get into the cage at the stage. That rhymes. <coughs> but here comes Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong. Tommaso Ciampa, the Undisputed Era, and they are standing there at the top of the stage. You know it's all about they are joined by the United States Champion, Adam Cole, baby, and they are all looking around. They're all talking to each other, and it looks like Tommaso Ciampa is making his way down to the ring. It looks like we are starting the night off with Ciampa versus uh, Paige as the referee calls for the bell. It's technically not underway, but this has become official. Ciampa and Paige are just begin hockey fighting in the ring. Uh, Ciampa goes for a clothesline, but Paige ducks underneath and takes him out with a big boot. Champa gets out of the first ring, makes it to the second. Page is in between, goes for a buckshot, but Champa uses a trash can lid that he brought with him and cracks him over the head. Champa just mounts on top of him and is just letting him have it. Uh, he pulls Page up for the fairy tale ending, but Page blocks it and uh, picks him up and plants him with a dead eye. The countdown begins, and out comes Kyle O'Reilly, who is making his way down to the ring. He gets into the ring and is just lighting Paige up with multiple strikes. He goes for a spinning back fist, but Paige ducks underneath and hits a headbutt staggering O'Reilly. Paige turns around, though, into a nasty knee from Tommaso Ciampa, taking him down. O'Reilly and Ciampa just start taking the fight and beating him down. They have the table set up, and, lay, and Paige lay, is laying on top of it. When the countdown, though, begins again, and here comes Nick Jackson. O'Reilly is on the top rope and goes for a, a knee drop, but Nick is in and hits a super kick, taking O'Reilly out. He then drops Champa with a super kick of his own. He helps Paige back up to his feet, and the two men just start taking the fight to Champa and O'Reilly. Uh, Nick hits O'Reilly with a super kick to the knee and then places a trash can over him. He smiles and hits another super kick, rocking him. Paige shoots Champa towards Nick, who uh, who takes him up, uh, takes him out with a step up in Zaguri, and then Paige rocks him with a stiff lariat. But the countdown begins again, and out comes Roderick Strong, who is slowly making his way to the ring. Um, as he he's making his way to the ring, uh, they are looking at him. Champa, uh, not Champa. I've lost my place here. Uh, Nick and Paige are looking at him, but they are outnumbered and from behind. Champa and O'Reilly low blow both of them. The elite are outnumbered completely. Um, Roddy grabs a couple of steel chairs from under the ring and throws them in the ring. 
He takes one and just begins cracking it over the backs of Paige and Nick. The Undisputed Era is just completely in control. Um, they are just taking it to him. The countdown begins again, and here comes Matt Jackson, who just comes running down to the ring and starts taking the fight to him. Finally, Nick and Paige are back up and just start brawling. All, all six men are just brawling down. This is breaking down very, very quickly. It's just pure chaos. Chairs are flying. Trash cans are being used. It's absolute mayhem here. The countdown begins again, and here comes the United States champion, Adam Cole, and he is about to enter the ring, but he stops. And he just starts grabbing one table, and then another table, and then another table, and then finally another table. Cole enters the ring and uh, just goes for a super kick party, taking everybody out of the ring, or everybody out with super kicks. Um, they have Paige set up for the Panama Sunrise and lands directly onto the top, on top of a steel chair, busting him open in the middle of the ring. The Undisputed Era is standing tall as the countdown begins again. And here comes Kenny Omega, who just wrestled apparently in a triple threat match. I don't know what he was thinking, but he is making his way down to the ring. But he stops. He, he stops. And he, he turns around. And he leaves. Where, where is Kenny going? Is Kenny afraid or something? What is happening? Adam Cole is just laughing, but... But back on the stage, here comes Kenny with a broom covered in barbed wire. Roddy tries to meet him at the door, but Kenny just cracks him over the head, busting him open. He hits Champa and O'Reilly in the ribs with it. Adam Cole tries to run away, but this one is officially underway as the referee calls for the bell. Cole is trying to get to the other ring, but uh, turns around into a stereo super kicks from the Bucks. Kenny uses the broom, cracking Cole in the head, busting him open. Um, they hold him up. They hold him up for Paige to nail him with the buckshot. All the members of the elite cover Adam Cole, but here comes the Undisputed Era. They break it up. All members are there to break it up. All eight men are up and just standing face to face and just start brawling all over the place. All five tables are now set up in the ring as Matt and Nick um, have Roddy and O'Reilly perched on the top rope, and they hit or they hit stereo Spanish flies through the table. Um, Champa goes for a fairy tale ending through the table on Page, but he reverses it and power bombs him through the table. Kenny and Cole are in the other ring by themselves and just trading shots back and forth. Um, everybody is busted open. Everybody is bleeding. Cole drills Kenny though with a super kick, but he bounces off the ropes and hits a V trigger, taking Cole out. He is looking for the one-winged angel, but he reverses it into a poison Rana. Cole drills both Bucks and Paige with super kicks, taking them out. He is looking around, and he slowly makes the climb up the cage, but it looks like Kenny is up after him in the ring. The elite that are in the ring, they set up two tables side-by-side. Side. Cole goes for a super kick. Uh, Cole goes for a super kick, but Kenny catches it and hits a stiff knee, rocking him. Cole, uh, Kenny looks around. Lifts Adam Cole up and top from the top of the cage. Hits a one-winged angel through the tables. Covers him one, two, three. The Elite are your winners, and they have won the United States Championship. Adam Page is your brand-new United States Champion. As the cage raises Adam Cole or Kenny Omega and the Bucks and Page Bell from the ring. They are, they are celebrating as they make their way up the ramp. 
as the Undisputed Era are in the ring. All four men are back up on their feet, and they embrace in the middle of the ring. What a moment these four men have had. Wait a minute. Champa hits Cole with a nasty knee strike. What is happening? Wait, O'Reilly and Strong are shocked, but then they smile, and they just start putting the boots to Adam Cole. Champa and the Undisputed Era just beating down on Cole. What is going on here? Why are they turning on Adam Cole? What a cowardly act by Champa and the rest of the Undisputed Era as they just leave Adam Cole busted and bleeding in the middle of the ring. Wow. I didn't. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. All right. We are back from ads or whatever else we ran. And the 16-time world champion is looking to put Bray Wyatt behind him once and for all. He was able to get the one-up on Bray last week, but who knows what will actually happen. Who knows what they actually did to Bray Wyatt. Cena said we were going to see a different version of him, but will that be enough to get past Bray Wyatt tonight? I've shortened his entrance music. As his music hits, here comes Bray Wyatt. Out to the ring. Well, he, he's supposed to, but where is he? Cena's looking down the ramp, but all of a sudden the lights in the arena go out. And they come back on, and Bray Wyatt is standing right behind Cena. He turns around and just gets clothesline taking him out. Bray yells at the referee to ring the bell. The ref, out of fear, calls for the bell to begin the match to start. And Bray just relentlessly beats down on Cena with stiff forearms. Um, he is just beating him down and laughing at him. He pulls Cena up, but Cena starts to fight back, and he's just rocking him with rights. But Bray headbutts him, dropping him to the uh, to the mat. Bray pulls him back up and takes him out once again with another stiff lariat. Now Bray is looking for the sister Abigail, but Cena breaks out of it. He picks Bray up and plants him with the attitude adjustment, but he isn't able to make the cover. Cena pulls himself back up as the crowd is getting into it. But Bray Wyatt all of a sudden does the spider sit up and crawls towards Cena. Bray smiles, but Cena just slaps Bray across the face. He uh, His smile, though, turns into complete rage, and he just runs towards him. But Cena ducks underneath, picks him up, and hits him with a second attitude adjustment. Rolls through, hits him with a third attitude adjustment. Covers him one, two, kick out. Bray Wyatt kicked out at the very last second, and Cena cannot believe it. Cena is looking for a fourth AA but Bray breaks out of it and locks in the mandible claw. Cena is fighting, trying to get free, but Bray has it locked in. Cena is completely out on his feet, but Bray Wyatt then pulls him in, kisses him on top of the forehead, hits the sister Abigail, covers him one, two. Cena kicked out at the last second. Bray is completely shocked, but then he just smiles and he just mounts on top of him and just locks in the mandible claw again. Cena is trying to overpower him, but his body just gives out. He passes out. His shoulders are down. One, two, three. Bray Wyatt remains undefeated and gets past his toughest challenge to date. But Bray Wyatt has remained unbeaten. And the question is, who will be his next victim?
All right, as we transition here for the Mayhem Women's Championship, Kyrie Sane, the Pirate Princess, is looking to win the Mayhem Women's Championship from Asuka. But Asuka has been on an extremely dominant champion since winning the championship a few months ago. And she is making her way down to the ring. But all of a sudden, from behind, Asuka just cracks the Women's Championship across the back of Kyrie. She rolls her into the ring. Excuse me, rolls her back into the ring, goes in after her, but Kyrie takes her down with a double leg takedown. The referee calls for the bell. Kyrie is just beating down on Asuka. She rocks Asuka with a super kick, um, but Asuka catches it, uh, catches her in the Asuka lock from out of nowhere. She has it locked in tight and is refusing to let go. Kyrie Sane, though, has nowhere to go, and she taps out immediately. Asuka retains the Women's Mayhem Women's Championship here tonight. But she, she's just refusing to let go. She just is holding in the hold. The referee is calling for the bell again. They're trying to get this one broken up. They're trying to get her to let go. Wait a minute. The doctor is back on mayhem. She has returned from injury and is going right after Asuka, who bails from the ring with her championship. Britt Baker helps Kyrie back up. But she is looking for that championship. She is looking to take back that title. She did not lose. Britt Baker is back here on Mayhem. Was that Lethal Lottery? Forget that Lethal Lottery. All right, we are back. (laughs) And the Messiah of the wrestling world is making his way down to the ring. He is trying to put the rock out of his mind once and for all and in the rearview mirror. But that can only be possible with a win here tonight. And what mindset is this man in? As he's in the ring and he's sitting and waiting. And the rock is looking to get back on track here on Mayhem. He has had a tough spot here recently, losing to Roman Reigns. Technically losing to LA Knight, even though he didn't really lose the last couple of months. Pat McAfee chimes in and says, but you, you got to see that those two losses were because of interference, not because of The Rock. Michael Cole says, well, either way, he's lost two of his last three matches and is in danger of losing three straight here tonight. As he is in the ring, the referee calls for the bell. And Punk and Rock are just slowly walking towards each other and just standing face to face. The crowd is in a frenzy for both men. They're looking at each other as The Rock raises his eyebrows, only he can. But then all of a sudden, Punk hits him with a roundhouse kick. He picks him up and hits the GTS, covers him one, two. Rock kicks out at the last second. Punk looks completely shocked, but then furious and locks in the Anaconda Vice, wrenching on the arm of The Rock. Rock is trying to crawl his way to the bottom rope, but rope, but Punk pushes off the bottom rope. Rope picks up the Rock again for the GTS, but the Rock breaks out of it and hits the and hits Punk with the Rock bottom. He rolls over to make the cover one, two. Punk kicks out. Rock and Punk slowly pull themselves back up and just begin to trade punches back and forth. Punk goes for a clothesline, but Rock ducks underneath and hits Punk with a spine buster. He takes his elbow pad off, throws it into the crowd, shoots off the ropes, and hits the people's elbow, covers them one, 
two. Punk kicks out again. Rock is looking for the rock bottom again, but Punk blocks the referee and is able to rake the eyes of the rock, forcing him to let go. Punk picks him up for the GTS, but once again, the rock gets out of it. He goes for a clothesline, but Punk moves out of the way, almost sending the rock into the referee, but he's able to stop himself. The Rock turns around, though, and gets low blow by Punk, though, while the referee was trying to just, uh, recover from what's getting taken out. He picks him up, hits the GTS, covers him. One, two, three. CM Punk gets the win. But how happy can Punk actually be about winning this way? And The Rock just cannot catch a break here on Mayhem. What will this do to The Rock? What motivation will this give to Punk as he bails from the ring and makes his way back up the ramp, celebrating as The Rock is just distraught in the middle of the ring. All right, we are back after a couple ads played. And it is time for our second War Games match of the night. And it is time to determine the fate of mayhem if mr mcmahon's team gets the win then there will be a match at the last stand to determine who will truly be the general manager of mayhem as william regal's music hits and people are looking he's he's not on the stage they oh wait a minute he is out in the crowd as he stops he's looking to keep his job here as he stops and points back And here comes John Moxley, Claudio, Nick Aldis, and Finn Balor. Mox, Balor, and, uh, and Aldis all make their way over the barricade and back up the ramp to get into the cage. Claudio is getting into the ring. He will be starting the match off for Team Regal tonight. And here comes the Leatherman himself. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who is looking to win back the right to Mayhem and become the general manager. He is joined by Kevin Owens, LA Knight, MJF, and Austin Theory. The three men are forcing Theory down to the ring, who doesn't really want to get into the ring right now, but they are forcing him down to the ring. Theory gets into the ring and immediately just gets taken out by Claudio. The referee calls for the bell. He just throws Theory face first into the cage, and he does it again and again and again, busting Theory open from the beginning. Um, and it's just basically five minutes of Claudio just beating down on Austin Theory in the ring. The <laughs> countdown begins, and out comes L.A. Knight, who makes his way down to the ring and just starts taking the fight to Claudio. Theory is back up, and the two men just take turns hitting moves onto Claudio. Uh, Knight is looking for the pile driver, but he is able to block it or kick him in the head, get out of it, and take him out with a drop kick. Theory runs towards him, but Claudio picks him up and begins to swing him. He swings him 10, 20, 30 times, but LA Knight is back up and hits him with a running forearm, taking him down. The countdown begins again, and here comes Nick Aldis to the ring. Aldis gets into the ring and takes everyone out with clotheslines after clotheslines. A little shout-out to his, his former mentor. The momentum, <laughs> the momentum continues to switch back and forth. Aldis and Claudio are just running wild on night and theory. But here comes the countdown again, and out comes Kevin Owens to the ring. Owens, though, is under the ring 
and grabs several steel chairs. He just goes wild, cracking them over the back of Aldis and Claudio. He picks up Claudio and is looking for the package pile driver, but Claudio breaks out of it. He is looking for the swing again, but Owens gets free, and they are both uh, in between the rings on the metal grate. Claudio is looking for that gotch pile driver, but Kevin Owens gets out of it, hits a super kick. He picks Claudio, or pulls Claudio in and hits the package pile driver on the metal grate in the middle of the ring, busting Claudio open. The countdown begins again, and here comes Finn Balor. And just like Kevin Owens, Finn is under the ring and pulls out two tables. He slides them into the ring. <clears throat> he gets into the ring, and everybody gets taken out with sling blades. He stacks one of the tables into the corner. He shoots Theory into the table. He goes for a drop kick, but Theory hits him with a clothesline, taking him out. Theory picks Finn up, um, but gets taken out with a Pele kick. The countdown, though, begins again, and here comes MJF to the ring. And MJF starts to make his way down to the ring, but then he stops. And he drops the referee with a stiff forearm. He takes the key with him and takes it down to the ring. The four men are just beating down on Team Regal. The countdown begins. John Moxley's supposed to be getting out, but he cannot get out. MJF and the rest are just laughing from the ring. But wait a minute, here comes Regal with bolt cutters, and he finally gets Moxley out. But wait a minute, Moxley stops. Apparently, he's taking a page out of Kenny Omega's book. He's, he's going back to the back, but he comes out with a shopping cart full of weapons. Shout out, New Jack. Not just any weapons. They are all go. wrapped in barbed wire as he throws in <clears throat> two little black bags, tosses in uh, a barbed wire bat, a barbed wire kendo stick, barbed wire chairs. You can think just plain old barbed wire. He throws them in to Finn Balor, who's in the other ring. They dump out the two little black bags, and nothing but thumbtacks are inside of it. Theory and L.A. Knight try to take Moxley out, but he ducks and takes them both out with a cutter. Moxley grabs a piece of the barbed wire and wraps it around Theory's neck and just has him in a bulldog choke in the barbed wire, pulling back. The referee calls for the bell. Everybody is now in the ring. Theory is looking to tap, but NJF cracks him with a steel chair and then another across the head, busting him open. Kevin Owens sets up one of the tables, and LA Knight and Theory drag Moxley over to him. They are looking to put him through the table, but he breaks out of it. He pulls out a screwdriver from his boot and just stabs Owens and Knight with it. He kicks Theory in the gut and hits a Death Rider through the table. He shoots Kevin Owens into the other ring, who gets taken out with a sling blade, picked up and powerbombed into the thumbtacks. Um, he has taken everybody out with every, basically everybody is out in the ring. But here comes Vince McMahon down to the ring, screaming and yelling at him. And what, but wait a minute, here comes Regal right behind him. Vince and Regal are face to face. Vince pushes Regal and Regal just smiles and drops Vince with a punch to the face. Regal turns around and slides in his brass knuckles into the ring. Moxley picks them up, but he turns around into a barbed wire chair to the face. He grabs the knuckles and hits Mox, taking him out. He takes Claudio out and Aldis as well. He is setting up for... Um, he is setting up to hit Finn, but Finn ducks underneath, hits a sling blade, taking out MJF. Kevin Owens goes back after him, but he gets taken out and stomps on his chest. Finn Balor, though, doesn't see MJF, 
who uh, puts on his ring on the same hand with the brass knuckles, and he just cracks Finn in, taking him out, covers him one, two, three. Vince McMahon gets his opportunity to once again be in power at Mayhem, and they are celebrating together as Regal has his head in his hands as he's trying to get into the ring. He was just trying to help Moxley out, and Regal and Moxley are face-to-face, -face, but Moxley just shoves him and walks away. There is a lot of tension right now and uncertainty about the future, but one thing we know for sure, Vince McMahon will get his opportunity at the last stand. And as we get the blood and everything else cleaned up and the cage is raised back up, we cut to commentary where Michael Cole says, we still have a main event to come, but next week is a huge week. We will have our first of six qualifying matches to determine the six participants to face Adam Hangman Page for the U.S. Championship in a ladder match. Plus, we will hear from Vince McMahon, who plans to share his plans with us. And we have breaking news. For the first time ever in the PBWF history, our main event is Karrion Cross going one-on-one -on -one with Rhea Ripley. But now it is time for our main event. And here comes the Texas Rattlesnake himself to get the job done against Roman Reigns and win that PBWF championship. Austin has been able to get inside the head of the Tribal Chief the last couple of weeks, but we have seen Roman Reigns in this position before, and we know that when he is in his court, when he has his back against the wall, he is almost unbeatable as Austin is in the ring. And here comes the man who, well, has stirred up the pot of controversy. Let's, uh, let's take you back. This is uh, courtesy of the Warzone brand and show you what happened and, at uh, Injustice for Brawl. The Bloodline showing up, the Usos and Paul Heyman showing up to cost Seth Rollins the World Heavyweight Championship to AJ Styles. We tried to get a word with Roman Reigns about what happened, but all he said was that they acted on their own accord and that none of the Bloodline are here tonight. But he stopped and winked at us before he walked away, so... Let's be honest, it's hard not to it's hard to believe anything that man has to say. But that could cause concern as he is taking his focus on Seth Rollins and not on Stone Cold Steve Austin in his championship tonight. So what does that mean for Roman Reigns? As Paul Heyman is out here with him with an uh, ice pack over his face after being decked by Triple H. He's got a neck brace on. He's in a bad way apparently. But Roman Reigns is looking to get the job done here tonight. That's a vicious right hand. All right, they get into the ring. Championship introductions are done. And this one is underway, and both men are standing face to face. Roman, though, connects with a right hand, but Austin immediately kicks him in the gut and drops him with a stutter. Roman, though, is able to roll to the outside of the ring, but Austin is out after him and just begins to take the fight to him. He shoots Reigns into the barricade, and then over the steel steps, Mick Foley style. He begins to stomp a mud hole in him. 
uh, into Roman onto the steps before rolling him back into the ring. Before rolling back into the ring to break the count, Austin now shoots Roman once again around the ring and this time into the timekeeper's area. He rolls him back into the ring, but he stops and he turns the corner. And he grabs a little blue cooler and pulls out a couple of Steve Weisers and just starts chugging them on the outside. He grabs a couple more, throws an empty one at Paul Heyman, who barely can get out of the way. He rolls back into the ring, but gets taken out with a spear, shooting the beer straight up into the air. <coughs> Roman, though, doesn't go for the pin. Instead, he just mounts on top of Austin and just begins beating him down. Roman has had enough of this, grabs the two beers, opens them up and just dumps them onto Austin before throwing them at him. He gets back into the corner. He goes, ooh, ah. Uh, goes for the spear, but gets kicked into the gut and dropped with another stunner. Austin covers him one, two, kick out. Austin is firing up and is looking for that third stunner, but Roman catches his foot, lifts him up, and plants him with a sit-out powerbomb, covers him one, two, Austin kicks out. Roman staggers back to his feet and takes him out with a Superman punch and then another Superman punch. He goes for a third, but Austin catches him and plants him with a rock bottom, covers him one, two. Roman kicks out again. Austin is looking for that third stunner, but Roman blocks, shoots him off the ropes, and takes him out with another spear. This time, though, he just locks in the guillotine and is just choking the life out of Austin. Austin is fading quickly and can't escape. But Roman, Roman lets go of the hold, waits for him to get up back to his feet, and hits a third and final spear on him. Covers him one, two, three. Roman reigns, retains the PBWF championship over Stone Cold Steve Austin here tonight. Austin put up the best fight he could, but let's be honest, it just wasn't enough to overcome Roman Reigns as he he kind of shoes Austin out of the ring as Heyman hands him the championship and he lifts it high in the air. We are running towards the last stand, but what is next for Roman Reigns in the PBWF championship? Will Vince McMahon be back in power? Find out next week on wait wait a minute, Seth Rollins, what is he doing here? He has jumped into the ring and is just taking the fight to Roman Reigns. He drops him with a super kick. Followed by another one, another one, Roman is on one knee, but Seth Rollins takes him out with a curb stomp. Seth Rollins got his revenge tonight, but I have a feeling this is far from over. We are out of time. Join us next week for Mayhem. Well, as the Warzone representative... <laughs> I will say Seth Rollins is going to do what Seth Rollins is going to do. <laughs> and we've seen before that I uh we can't really control Seth Rollins. Not always. So, you know, he just he just does his thing, I guess. Yeah, he does. Great show though. It's fantastic show. Yeah, it was a great show. Uh two great war games matches, Tyler, very brutal. Tyler, I did not see the whole UE turning on Adam Cole. Like I thought this was just gonna be a Cole or yeah, a Cole Champa thing, but like the whole the whole shebang, it was crazy. No, I, I didn't see it coming either. I, either a part of me, I thought it was uh, done brilliantly. And and man, Seth Rollins, what what is going on around here? Attacking we we saw a 
I just can't. I just can't control him, man. It's just it's Rollins does what Rollins does. Uh, great main event though. Thank um, you. Not taking anything away from that Austin and, and Roman match. It was fantastic. Uh, I seriously thought you were going to squash the Rock. <laughs> I thought you were going to squash the That's Rock. That's what I wanted you to think. I know. I there know. ain't no. Listen, I'm. I'm I'm a dumb guy sometimes. I ain't that dumb. I'm not squashing the rock. That's funny. Uh, the, the doctor do- is back. The doctor is back. Yeah. It's what I was getting ready to say. Thank you, Lethal Lottery. Yeah. The doctor is back. Um, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. I'm excited for Cross and Rhea. Yeah. The first intergender match yeah. in PBWF history. Surprised. Yeah, I think, I think Tyler, I think those are the two perfect ones to do that with. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't pay money to go see it or, you know, watch it free on TV. Whatever. I mean, I think it's just it, it's a draw. I mean, to it see is. those two and their characters are kind of similar. Yep, they definitely are. Um, good stuff. Month five pay-per-view is behind us. And towards we, the end, and we head towards the end. Appreciate you guys listening to us. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you find your podcast, uh, whatever platform you want. I, we really don't care. Just subscribe. Give us some feedback at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok as well. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP. Tyler is at Dustin Tyler 86. And I am at Chris Belcher 24. Andy, anything else to add before we sign off? Just get ready for the month. It's 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 going to be a wild ride. You thought last season's last month was crazy? You ain't seen nothing yet. Tyler, month six is going to be a banger, as the kids say. Yeah, it's going to be, man. If I nod, however you want to do it. I mean, it, it's going to be a banger. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. For Mr. Tyler Peters, our host, Andy York. My name is Chris Belcher. This has been the PBWF. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>